You're listening to KZAALP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza Radio only for Yo, yo, do we got Connecticut on the line right now or what? We, we certainly do have Connecticut on the line. Yo, yo, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, all right, hang tight real quick. Let me let the listeners know. We just heard a couple uh, wreckage songs off of Our Time, album of the year, Word. contender in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And uh, yeah, we're live on KZAA 96.5 FM right now. You also heard before the wreckage songs that epic 20-minute rock block um, that was made by today's guest. If you're streaming this show, what's up? You can hear that rock block at the end of the interview um, with uh, the artists and track names recorded and all that. Um, but I'm super stoked to be joined by uh, Noah from Wreckage today. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Chilling. It's like a hot, uh, we have a little uh, hot spell coming through Southern California right now, so... It's like really hot in this old studio with no AC, but <laughs> other than that, I'm chilling. We had like a nice, beautiful, temperate late summer day today. It wasn't quite a fall day, but a nice late summer day. Nice. Yeah, because in Connecticut, like you guys get the real seasons, right? Like you basically have four seasons. We ha- Yeah, we literally have the four seasons. It's awesome. Yeah, we pretty much have one long summer that just gets kind of cold sometimes and like way hotter at other times and that's pretty much it (laughs) yeah i wish it was like fall or spring at all times i kind of hate the summer yeah i i feel you i uh fall's dope man fall's really cool yeah especially here because it's like nice all the leaves become like orange and brown and red it's just like really beautiful all the time it's nice you can go outside with like a t-shirt maybe a sweatshirt yeah it's great I feel like some of the best hardcore songs of all time were probably written during fall, inspired by fall. <laughs> the best hardcore songs are written in the dead of winter when you feel a little bit dead inside. <laughs> Especially in the Northeast, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, the dead of winter. You pick up your friends, it's like the only reprieve you get. Just suffering to survive, huh? <laughs> exactly. Whenever I think of the fall, I always think of songs to scream at the sun for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> That's, yo, definitely. That's like a perfect, immaculate Boston vibe. Yeah, for sure. Um, Right on, man. Where are you calling from exactly right now? I'm calling from beautiful Bristol, Connecticut right now. Nice. That's what's up. Um, Well, thanks so much for for coming on. I've been, uh, a couple people have hit me up about having wreckage on the show, and um, I've been been wanting to get to it, and then I finally hit up Evan from uh, Ankle Biter and Broken Vow. I was like, yo, dude, you got to link me for wreckage. And then he just uh, gave me your IG. So I'm really stoked that you're down to do it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw Evan the other day or something. I th- yeah, it was. I saw him in Connecticut the other day. And he was like, yeah, he hit me up. He like asked me how to get in contact with you. So it's dope. I'm glad to be here. For sure, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, do you want to share a little bit about the playlist that you made? 
Yeah, that's pretty much just stuff that I'm bumping right now. I think I had on there the new Prize Horse song that's sick. Shout out to Liv. I had the new Pink Panther song on there. She's like the best artist of our generation. The new Echo Chamber songs, that's our Scheme family. We're doing some shows with them right now. Um, I don't remember what else I put on there, but oh, I had like Onionism, that's the homie Lucky from Atlanta. Bunch of good stuff. Yeah, that Pink Panther song was a banger for sure. It is. It's so good. Yeah, thanks for making a playlist. I always um, have the person coming on the show make a playlist. It's always cool to see what people are listening to, and and, um, the listeners always really like it too. It's a good tradition. It it lets you see the the headspace that the artist has at that moment, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Um, There's been a couple times where I've, like, I haven't screened the playlist and there's been like major F-bombs and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. We just keep... I had that in mind. I, I don't think that I had any really vulgar songs on there. No, you were good. You killed it, man. Nice. Yep. Nice. 100% clean as far as I could hear. <laughs> Let's go. Um, School appropriate. That's right. Um, so... You, you, I know, yeah, I, I didn't even realize that I kind of was like looking at the wreckage Instagram. I was like, damn, these guys are like in the middle of playing some shows right now. So, uh, thanks again for taking some time out during this run that you're yeah. doing. Um, the lineups have looked really sick that you've been playing Dropped. too. We originally were doing all the shows and then we really thought about it because we all work too. So, we're like, we probably can't do DC or Richmond. I think it's Baltimore now. It was originally DC. So when we heard that, we're like, yeah, we definitely can't make that happen. So we're just doing the four, like, really Northeast shows. Yeah, that's sick. Um, Yeah, I know you played with Dead Last. I love Dead Last, man. Such a great band. They're awesome. Yeah. They... They don't get the the old school respect that they deserve. I know. I was gonna opinion. say that, but I'm like, oh, let me just. I just won't say it. But I agree. <laughs> yeah, they for sure. They don't. They for sure don't I get think, the love. Yeah, it's cool. They do get a lot of opportunities though to play some really sick shows. Yeah, that band rocks. Um, yeah, man, working and and doing shows and stuff is a it's a grind for sure. I always come to the studio straight from work, and I like have to switch gears. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed most of what you said there. Oh, sorry. I said I uh, working and and doing shows and stuff is a grind for sure. It's tough, yeah. Um, both me and our guitarist Matt are teachers, so we're like playing these shows. We're like driving out two two and a half hours, three hours out to Boston or Philly, then coming back, and then having to wake up at five thirty for work the next day, and then going and doing it again the next day. Dude, that's so it's sick. Um, <laughs> what do you teach? I teach modern world history. Dude, that's epic. Um, in college? I mean, uh, high school? Yeah, I teach freshmen in high school. Dude, that's so sick, man. I'm a, uh, I'm a drug and alcohol counselor. I've been a counselor for like almost seven years. So I, I work like a, a regular job too outside of going to shows and doing all this stuff. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so our, how long have you been a teacher for? I started this year. I just graduated college last year and this is my first, um, like actual paid position teaching. Dang respect, man. As someone who mm-hmm. has been to college and graduated and been through that whole grind, like I respect anybody who has completed college with a degree because it's not yeah. easy. 
it's but it was the hardest thing i've ever done yeah <laughs> for sure yeah yeah for sure that's what's up man how do you how do you like teaching so far it's awesome i i mean it's really overwhelming especially as a first year teacher because you have to you have nothing to pull from from previous years or any experience or anything so it's kind of like every day is something entirely new that you've never done before you know and i it can be really dreadful sometimes but while I'm doing it, it feels really, really rewarding. And I actually really do love it. Hell yeah, man. I had some really awesome teachers and professors throughout my life that really had a uh, positive impact on me. So it's cool to be uh, working a job where, you know, it's going to be different every day, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I too have had those teachers who had a really positive impact on me. And for the most part, they were my history teachers. That's the main reason or my history professors also like the main reason I really decided I wanted to do this. So maybe I could also have that impact on somebody someday. Dude, you can for sure. Do any of your students yep. know that you're in a hardcore band yet? I try to keep that private. <laughs> That's um, sick. Yeah. The, the first day of school I was having people, I was having kids introduce themselves. And one of them said that they were in like a shoegaze indie band. And I was like really trying to hold my tongue, but it got me really excited. Yeah, dude. Cause like, yeah, you want to, you want to con- like that's like such a way to connect to, to someone, you know? Yeah, I'm sure eventually I'll I'll just be like, so uh, you know, what kind of bands are you listening to? And then it'll just the cat will be out of the bag. And then one of them will be listening to wreckage. Yeah, or they'll <laughs> show up in a t-shirt or show up to a show someday. That yeah. happened to Matt. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, like one when he was student teaching, uh, one of his students from his student teaching came to a show and was like. Mr. Layden, like what? Are, like, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, well, actually, this is my show, <laughs> dude. That's so sick. It'd be so sick to yeah. roll up to a show and then see your teacher moshing. <laughs> I know. Sometimes awesome. have like people bring like a colleague from work, and then he'll be like, "Well, can't mosh tonight." <laughs> For sure. Um, right on, man. We're, well, congratulations on on that. You know. Com- school and and getting that job and like as somebody who went to school got a psychology degree and works you know in a job somewhat similar I know I know that's like it's a rewarding feeling but yeah at times very uh can be a lot at times for sure yeah definitely thank you I appreciate it for sure um okay so we're live on the radio right now in California um we're on 96.5 FM and um What's up to everyone if you're streaming this episode too? We're talking to Noah from the band Wreckage out of Connecticut. So I want to do people still listen to the radio out there in Connecticut? I'm sorry, did you say people still listen to the radio in Connecticut? Yeah. I think for the most part, no. We do still have the radio Bummer. going on, but I feel like it might be mostly uh, older people. Young people definitely don't listen to the radio. But when we were younger, like my generation, the radio was huge. Like, it's pretty much the reason I'm into heavy music. We had this radio station called 106.9 WCCC, and they would play, like, metal and hard rock, and I would hear, like, Pantera, sometimes even Hatebreed if they were, like, in town because they're the local band, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so I, that was, like, my exposure to heavy music, and it was definitely had a huge impact on me. Dude, that's so sick. How old are you? I'm 23. Okay. Nice, dude. That's what's up. Um yeah, it's it seems to be that the radio is kind of phasing out, sadly. <laughs> it 
it is unfortunate because it's 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 it was so cool for so long you know yeah yeah i definitely got into a lot like tons of music through the radio and you know you couldn't just go on spotify and listen to a band's single back in the day you'd have to wait for it to be played on the radio to hear it exactly yeah you'd hear that or maybe if you were like lucky you saw the music video on youtube or something yeah exactly um do you ever listen to the radio now um if like my bluetooth connector isn't working or my cd player is broken too so that's like my only other option (laughs) all right um does that radio station still exist the one you're talking about no, it, when the radio was still really active is when they went out of business a little bit. I think I was like 12 or 13, and they were like, unfortunately, we got bought out. You know, we're going, we, we kind of just are going out of business here at Rock 106.9 WCCC. And uh, after that, I, it all kind of fell apart. We had 104.1, which was like sort of alternative, so I still got some rock fix, but other than that, it's just like classic rock stuff pop stuff for sure that's all we had for sure i always tell people to uh who haven't heard it to listen to the mental uh the live mental record when they played live on the radio in um boston have you ever heard that i I have not that's awesome oh dude if you like i imagine you like mental you got to listen to it of course yeah okay so if you like mental it's so sick like it's it's just like yeah it's one of the coolest things ever so Hardcore and, the, yeah. and community and college radio have always had, like, a, a connection. Yeah. We do have, like, some college radio going on. Um, if you know, if if any if you or any of your listeners follow Rotten Lens on Instagram, like, the photography from around here, she does all of the, most of the photography around here, but for a long time ran the Central Connecticut State University radio and would play a bunch of hardcore on the radio all the time, too. Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I this this our radio station is inside a like an old community center that used to have a lot of punk shows and stuff. Um, like the Ramones have played in this community center, and it's like it's a so OG, awesome. Yeah, dude, it's like an OG place. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to keep the um, the dimming torch alive. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's it's a it's a honorable fight. For sure. For sure. Um, well, yeah, thanks so much again for calling in. If you want to just let us know uh, what you do in Wreckage and uh, who the other members of the band are and um, if there's any other projects or anything else you're involved in. Yeah, sure. So I sing in Wreckage. Um, we started in, like, 2019. The lineup is shaped. It's, it's a little different now than from when we started, but for the most part, it's the same. We got Matt on guitar. Um, we have Dakota on drums. Right now we have Sean playing bass and Sam on guitar. And we're all in a bunch of other bands too. Matt is in Almighty Watching. Dakota is in Kidnapped. Sam is in Anxious. And Sean, right now, I'm not sure he has anything else that's active going on. He was in Vomit Forth for quite some time. Um, he's been in hundreds of Connecticut bands over the years. He's a he's a, a respected old head around here. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, shout out to Sam. Sam was on the show on this show uh, last summer for uh, Yeah, he was telling me earlier we got pizza and he was saying he's like, I'm surprised you haven't been on yet. <laughs> yeah, it's been on it's been on the queue for sure. Um, yeah, that's all oh, dude, I wanted to say shout out to Kidnap. That band is so sick, dude. 
they're probably the best Connecticut band. Dude, they are awesome. It might have been Sam who some or it might have been uh, uh I can't remember who it was. Someone from New England that I had on put them on a playlist and I've been listening to them ever since. There's that band is awesome. Yeah, it's Danny their singer also used to play guitar in Wreckage. No bad blood, he just was over it. Yeah. Um and that's our family, you know. Dakota plays drums in that band. I'm sure you can hear some of this, uh, some similar style between the two, but that's the one where he goes like all out because it's power <laughs> violence. Yeah. Even has some like grind and metal elements. It's just so, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, dude, I know. I had never heard it. And then I, I, whatever song was on the place, I was like, damn, this band rips. I love power violence. So anything from that, um, that realm, I really like. Yeah, they're kind of like, do you, you they're kind of like the east coast cave state <laughs> yeah yeah that makes yeah for sure yeah <laughs> um right on man well you um like i said earlier and uh radio listeners uh we, you heard a couple songs from the latest uh wreckage album um one of the best albums if not the best i've heard this year i mean it's up there for sure and you guys dropped that on new year's day right yes okay sick and uh and you guys have been really busy this year is there any new uh or like any current stuff or new stuff you can share about like shows coming up or anything like that yeah what we have announced right now is everything that we have lined up we kind of wanted to chill out for the remainder of the year especially with us going back to work and everything um we have the koyo record release in november and then we're playing flyover fest formerly known as Act Like You Know Fest. And that's all we have lined up for shows other than this Echo Chamber run. Um, we are writing new music. We have like five new songs. Kind of, We have the bones to them. They're being fleshed out. I think we're going to hit the studio at the end of the month or something. Um, and by the studio, I mean we're going to go to our practice spot and our friend Chaz is going to record songs for us. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Flyover Fest looks epic. Shout out to James, who's a part of Flyover Fest. I love that guy. Um, yeah, that looks like that looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Did you guys play last year? No. Um, I think... I can't remember if he hit us up before Flyover Fest last year or after, but it was, like, pretty... It was around there that they followed us and, like, hit us up, and we are like, yeah, I mean, it looks... I think it was after, because I was like, it looked pretty cool, you know? It's nice and small. It's not like one of the big fests. So it's <laughs> yeah. still pretty intimate. It still has the element of like a show. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I know Anxious played it last year. So Sam was like, it was pretty dope. It'll probably do well. For sure. Yeah, it's uh, I, I love when even a big show can somehow maintain the intimacy of what a hardcore show is to me, you know? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I think it's like a 400 450 cap room, which is like, you know, a big show, but it's not quite as big as a fest, so it's I'm I'm really looking forward to it. For sure. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um in oh, is there anywhere um that people can like get um merch or uh maybe buy a record or anything right now? So, we had records up on the Scheme website schemehardcore.com. Uh, I think they're all sold out, and the last two that are available for sale are at Nerds Record Store in Japan. Sick. So, yeah, I, th I don't think it's possible to get a record right now unless somebody is selling one. Uh, for merch, we do have a big cartel, but there's no merch up on there right now. 
I'm thinking at the end of this run with Echo Chamber, we probably are going to put some merch up because I printed a lot for no reason. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Um, do you guys have any plans of coming out west eventually? I hope so. We've been talking about it quite a bit. Um, we really want to next year. We want to like cover a lot more ground because we've hit the East Coast this year. We were in the South a lot. We're going to be in Tulsa later this year. And for next year, I think we want to hit the West Coast and maybe Europe if we can. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're gonna, you got to jam it in on summer break, man. Absolutely, yeah. Spring break, I think we could break. even do... I think the West Coast, we could even fit into like a spring break or a, a winter break. Yeah, winter break would be sick. Well, um, yeah, when you guys plan on coming out here, let me know. We have a um, really awesome local scene. Um, and California's popping right now. It looks dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, 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 we like live in the shadow of Los Angeles, but I mean... <laughs> Um, Evan's ankle biter played in, uh, played here recently and they loved it. Um, so it's, we're like uh, an hour North of LA, like right on the okay, coast. Cool. Yeah. Um, Are you like, is this like orange County vibes? It's no, we're North of orange County. So we're like, uh, okay. yeah, we're like, uh, two hours North of orange County. Um, oh, okay. My, yeah. my geography of California is pretty bad. No, it's okay. Um, so yeah, we have like a little dance recital studio and a skate shop where we do all of our shows at. So, um, yeah, we got to have wreckage when you guys come out here, when you plan it. Yeah, we'd love to. Um, have you ever been to California? I have never been to California. Oh, I've dude. wanted to for a long time, but it seems like everybody is, you know, happy and healthy there. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just pretty good vibes. I'd love to go to the beach, watch the sunset on the beach. We have the sunrise on the beach. It's a whole different vibe. The sunrise? Yeah, if you go early, like 5 in the morning, go hang out at the beach and watch the sunrise on the ocean. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, because the sun... This, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, we get epic sunsets um, for sure. And um, are you vegan? I am not vegan. Okay, then you could... Have you ever had In-N-Out before? I have never. I've okay. always wanted to try In-N-Out. I know it's like such a California thing, but um, yeah, Andrew from Combust. When I interviewed him, he, I think he said he he ate in and out almost every day that Combust was in California. That makes sense. He he eats like shit. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Andrew though. I love he he rocks and I love Combust, man. Yeah, we've played. We've gotten the opportunity to play with them a lot this year and hang out with them. He's a he's a dope guy. That's my brother now. Yeah, for sure. Um, Sick. So uh, we are talking to Noah from the band Wreckage out of Connecticut. We are on KZAA 96.5 FM. Um, yeah, dude. So tell me about Connecticut. Like, I've never been to Connecticut. Um, are you, like, born and raised Connecticut? Oh, yeah. I was born in, in Bristol, Connecticut. I live in Terryville, Connecticut now and have since since I was a kid. Um. I've never left. I lived I lived at Western New England University in Springfield, Massachusetts for a couple months and then went back. So that was the only time I've spent any extended amount of time outside of Connecticut. Okay, and then like traveling uh plane shows obviously, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Um nice. So there's are you a sports fan at all? Um I was really into sports growing up, mostly baseball. Dude, Baseball's the best. Do you have a favorite baseball team? It really team? is. I have, I'm, a, I'm a Red Sox fan. 
through right. and through. I respect it. I respect it. Crazy that uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees are neither team is in the playoffs this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they both are not doing so well. I haven't followed it too much, but I was looking at stats the other day with like a coworker, and I was like, oh wow, we are doing, we're playing horribly. <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Have but at you, least the Yankees are going down with us. For sure, for sure. Have you been to uh have you been to Fenway Park a good amount of times? Oh yeah, yeah. That's like the thing to do if you live in the Northeast is go to either Fenway or go to a Yankees game, you know? For sure. Cuz like I imagine like where you're at in Connecticut's not that far from Boston, right? No, it's about like a 2-hour car ride from me. Um depending on traffic. But it's also really easy like you can get to the outskirts of Boston and then you take the T in and it's pretty easy to just walk around Boston, get to where you need to go. Same vibe as like taking a train to New York, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never spent time like that out there. I hope to at some point. Oh, that's point, true. That's true. Maybe one of my friend's bands goes on tour out there or something. I'll, I'll ride with them. But um, I did fly out to uh, Fenway. And I did fly out and go to a Red Sox game because I was just like dying to go to Fenway. So I just did it. Um, really yeah i just did it one year my brother was out there and i just kind of like was like yo i'm gonna fly out there let's go to red sox game <laughs> and I that's did, cool i did it on like my two days off work and like flew out there and came back and like dude fenway is like the coolest <clears throat> by far the coolest baseball stadium i've ever been to it's pretty yeah it's awesome i think it's the oldest in the u.s it is and then wrigley sure, yeah. and wrigley is second or something i really wanted to see wrigley when we were in chicago because that's you know We've got, we've, I've seen Fenway a hundred times, been there a hundred times, but that one's got like just as much character, you know? Totally. Yeah. Fenway, Wrigley and Dodger stadium are the oldest, uh, the oldest stadium. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I had never been to, you know, Dodger stadium is such like a Hollywood vibe, you know, there's like so much like promo and like just, it's yeah. just such like a show. And I went to Fenway, and it's, like, strictly baseball there, dude. Like, oh, yeah. It's real <laughs> grassroots. It's for the people. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. Because um, when I think of Connecticut, I always think of UConn because yeah. I'm a sports fan, so I always think of the UConn Huskies when I think of Connecticut. Right. We've got the number one women's basketball team in the country, maybe the world. That's right. Oh, wait. Is Bristol the, where, is Bristol the home of ESPN? It is. Dang, that's pretty epic, yeah. dude. I know it's it's so regular for everybody who lives here because it's like they have like, I mean, it's a massive campus in Bristol, but everyone drives past it all the time. You know, uh, I feel like you always know somebody who has a parent or an uncle or something who works there. They're like, yeah, you know, my uncle works at ESPN, so I get like, <laughs> he meets these sports players all the time, or you know, they like get they get sports tickets for free or something, but. Yeah, it's cool. You get to see li reporting live from Bristol, Connecticut, on the TV all the time. Dude, yeah, all the, that's all I watch is ESPN. That's sick. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. a random place for like the headquarters of such a giant thing to be, you know. It is kind of strange, but it also makes sense because it's very central between New York and Connecticut, or between uh, New York and Boston. For sure. Um, so, what's the like? Is there like a, a pretty? good like local hardcore scene in connecticut yeah right now there is um it used to be in bristol also we had ct bike exchange exchange in bristol which i like would go to and skate at when i was a kid but now it's mostly around the new haven area okay nice um yeah and oh i was gonna ask you about the so i don't know i'm not gonna pronounce this 
right. Was it is it Wamleg or Wamleg? How do you say it? There's no right way. It's <laughs> you could say Wamleg, you say Wamleg, uh, but it's the Wallingford American Legion. Okay, so it's like a vets hall. That's basically. the abbreviation. Yeah. Okay. Was there like a was that a spot for like a lot of Connecticut hardcore shows? That was the crutch of the scene for maybe like twenty years. Um, it was on and off. It was like it literally. Matt, our guitarist, booked their last the last show at the Whamleg in like two thousand and ten or something, and it was done for a little bit. And then it came back a couple of years later with um, Andreas, the homie. He also plays drums in Death right now. Uh, him and his girl ran it for a while, and then this year they had another last show for it. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, um, so now it's it's officially done. I think it's going to be like a liquor store or something now. Oh, okay. Um, but you guys got to play that last show, right? Um, I got to play one set. I played drums in a band called Ilcom also. That that was Ilcom's last show. Um, but <laughs> Wreckage and Anxious got cut off because somebody kicked an outlet that was previously broken, but it was hanging on for dear life. And somebody like put their foot on the wall next to it and it exploded and the power went out literally just where all of the instruments and gear were and the show had to end. So wreckage was, I was holding the mic. We were about to play. I was about to say, yo, everybody come inside. Yeah. And all of the power went out. Dang. What a bummer. It was crazy. That was probably like a crazy, like, turn of like feelings like okay this is this last show ever in this epic space like this epic spot we're about to play and then it's like oh was there any try was there any like savior attempts like oh what can what else can we do we ran through every possible solution (laughs) to that problem and none of it could really work um we were thinking about moving it to cherry street which is another venue in wallingford but it's 21 plus so we were like begging them being like listen can we just like there's so many young people here that are excited about the show can we just like just have an exception for tonight and they're like we can move it but we're not doing it we're not doing you know we're not doing all ages so we couldn't do that we were thinking about moving it to like a pavilion in the green but it was getting pretty late yeah so we just we just scrapped it we were thinking about doing a wreckage anxious makeup show didn't happen but i guess i guess that's the way it was supposed to end the way it was supposed to happen, I guess. <laughs> we had a, we've played so many great shows there already. You know, I've had my fix. I've been to shows. I grew up going to shows there and everything. So, it was kind of nice to just attend a final show there. Yeah, that's that's sick. I bet yeah. you. So I imagine maybe like Death Threat and had played there over the years, like like a longer longer time ago. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, like back in the early two thousands, they probably played some some shows there. As a as a Connecticut person, are you Death Threat or Hate Breed? I have, I think I, I I like I think I like Hate Breed more. You know, Satisfaction is one of my favorite hardcore records of all time. Yeah, but Peace and Security is also one of my favorite hardcore records of all time. But I think Satisfaction has maybe a bigger influence on hardcore in total. Death Threat, I think, does have a bigger influence on Connecticut hardcore and did back in, like, the the 2000s. But Hatebreed in total, I think I have to go with Hatebreed, yeah. For sure. Now, it's a tough question. I ask that people... It is. Or ask that question to people a lot. Yeah. It's because Death Threat's just such, like, like, peace and security. Just, like, it's just so epic. Like, 
the lyrics and just like the it's it's pretty dope it's just like so sick like i've never heard anything else really like that you know no Um, it's really unique but it's i i don't even know how to just it's it's like really crucial connecticut hardcore yeah totally but then hapri is just like another monster of its own you know it's like yeah i mean they they themselves were doing something pretty unique too for sure for sure um well that's sick that that um that you got to you know be a part of that that venue and and everything before it got shut down yeah it was it was that was like the home of connecticut hardcore for a long time we're still trying to find something that like can securely take its place i know sometimes those places feel like irreplaceable you know it really was there was a whole that was like the only true diy venue and it felt indestructible for a long time it was like the it, it was like our, our security blanket, you know? Yep, totally. I know we had a we had a, a performing arts center here that used to let us do and did a lot of really epic shows there. And then something happened. I can't even remember what the story was. And they're like, no more hardcore. <laughs> oh. and it, it, it felt the same way. It was like, always fall back on Oxnard Performing Arts Center. You know, there's like three different rooms. <laughs> like, easy. Like, it's, you know. And um, yeah, and then one day it was like, all right, that's it. No more shows here. Oh, so unfortunate. Yeah, it happens though. Um, Turnstile played there like right before they got like massive. So it's a, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so we are gonna go into the uh, bottom half or the top half of the five o'clock hour, and we'll. Got about 20 minutes or so left. Um, You're listening to Your Life in America on KZAA 96.5 FM. We're talking to Noah from the band Wreckage out of Connecticut. You can listen to Wreckage wherever you stream music. Um, So, okay, so you said that uh, the band started in uh, like 2019, right? Yeah, like late 2019, early 2020. Okay, how many bands had you played in a band before Wreckage? Oh yeah, I've been in bands since like 2014. Sick. Um, I I started my first band when I was 14 years old with some friends from my town. Um, that lasted until like 2017, and then in 20 that so that ended, and then in about 2019 we started Ilcom, which I played drums in also. Ilcom, sick. Um, I didn't know you were in that band. Yeah. Yeah, I played drums in that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Um, and around the same time we started wreckage too, but Ilkham was much more active at first. Yeah. I remember, um, listening cause there's an ill communication that's out here too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember they, they like hit us up. They were like, yo, that's, it's kind of cool. We have the same name. You guys are dope and they're dope. <laughs> yeah. There was no bad blood. No, not dude. They're, they're like all, they're like, uh, it's, that's like members of like the Warriors, um, Die Hard Youth, Retaliate, like just some OG California bands. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, Ilcom rocks, dude. So, but you guys played your last show, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, we played our last show at that last Wham Lake show. We were like, we didn't really have anything lined up. We kind of had already decided that the band was over. And we we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Why? What? I'm sorry. I, I <laughs> it's okay. didn't mean to swear on, on uh, but we we're like, yeah, whatever. We could play our last show at the Wham Leg. Why not? It made sense. For sure. What was the name of your first band? Uh, Slow Burn. Nice. Are you straight edge? I am not straight edge. Okay. 
Respect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, at the, when we started it, I was though. Okay. And then I, I broke by the end. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. I'm, I'm sober. I'm not like straight edge. I've been in recovery for a while over eight years. So I, re- nice, I, nice yeah, for sure. Um, so I, for the most part am sober, I like, I don't smoke weed. I don't do drugs and I hardly drink, but I just, for me, it, I don't really see the point of me claiming, you know? Yeah. I know people have asked me that too. Cause I'm like telling people, you know, that I've, I've gotten in just talking to people about being sober and they're like, Oh, like you're like straight edge. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Cause like, if I want to like smoke a cigarette or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. I don't really need to put myself in that box. It's not really going to benefit me because I, I don't have any unhealthy habits that I feel like I need to, you know, really s- square off for sure. Um, so, um, so you guys started, um, wreckage, like, ended 2019 early 2020 um did you guys have like a specific like sound in mind when you started jamming so it was started by matt and our old guitarist danny matt was originally on drums but that swiftly ended because he's not very good at drums he had not played drums in like 10 years or something (laughs) and Danny kind of just wanted to start like a more hardcore punk band. Yeah, I think initially was more of like a Boston Strangler, No Tolerance, um, sort of thing, and that's kind of what I went for on the Only Way demo. That was my frame of reference for vocals. Yeah, can totally and that's why it tell. sounds pretty different. <laughs> yeah, and so Danny um, wrote most of that on guitar. Um, I think most of that was really from Danny's brain. We recorded that all in one day after we also we recorded that demo after we had recorded the ilcom demo that it was ill communication at that time and matt had like canceled practice and then he barged in to the to the practice spot and was like we're gonna record the demo right now <laughs> and we ended See. up doing that we wrote all the lyrics right then and there it was so chaotic but it like all came to fruition it was awesome yeah yeah, the demo, I love the. Do you guys still play songs off that live? We did at our record release earlier this year. We weren't going to initially. I was really trying, I was pushing for it because it would be like a nice, like, maybe this is the last time we ever play these songs. And nobody else wanted to do it. But then we ended our set and literally got encored. And Dude, I was like, we don't have any more songs. Encores are the best, man. We, I was like, we literally don't have any more songs. And they're like, let's play the only way songs. So I was like, okay, I guess we're playing them. Dude, that's so. And that sick. was the last time. Yeah, uh, you know you like you know you definitely like rocked the crowd and like played a sick set when the when the hardcore kids crowd encores you. <laughs> right when the hardcore kids call for an encore. <laughs> yeah, because it's like that means they've been dancing and moshing and they don't want to stop. You know they don't want to stop. Yeah, it was awesome. Dude, yeah, that's sick. Um, and then and then you guys put out um the it's just called like wreckage two or just two yeah we uh we call it demo two demo two okay. kind of like the stop and think thing you know <laughs> yeah totally yeah um yeah and that one was definitely more matt taking the wheel and had a much different i think many they had much more different influences um more youth crew vibe to it um, and I heard that and I was like, I really can't do the same vocals over this. Like, it's just not going to make sense. It'll sound horrible. And 
I tried something different. Matt wasn't there. He was like on vacation or something. And Danny and I went in the, went in the studio with Chaz and we're like, let's just try. We did face in the crowd first. They're like, let's try it with this type of vocals. And like instantly we were like, this is actually so dope. Like this band just transitioned in a way we never expected. And I, it really, it, it hit with a lot of people. So it, it all worked out. It was great. Dude, totally. Um, that's the kind of wreckage is the kind of hardcore that like I, I really love um, in the day and age of jin, 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 jin. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, right. Yeah. Not that there's, I love that. I love heavy music. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I love heavy music, but I also love like locking out kind of sound like, you know, that's why I love ankle biter so much. Um, and and that's why I love wreckage so much. So I just I love your guys' sounds, and I feel like it's it's cool that you brought that up because I was gonna ask you about the change in your vocal style and kind of the change in sound as like you guys released more music, you know? Yeah, um, that's also I around that time too is when I really started to get into some of the more the bands that were on the softer side because Connecticut was hard bands forever. You know, there was like, I only had exposure to the, to beat down <laughs> as a kid, uh, there was only mosh bands. And at that time I was really getting into like abuse of power and fury, yep. uh, mill spec, all those other bands. So three, great it was, bands. it was, yeah, it was, it was nice and refreshing for that to come out. There's not many other bands doing that sound actively, you know? I mean, yeah, like, and that's like a na like nationwide, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's not. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many bands now and, and so much good music, but I remember the first time I uh, listened to Wreckage, my friend sent me the uh, sent me our time, and uh, he's like, "Yo, check this out. I think you like this." And I, anytime I hear <laughs> anything like that, it just like catches my ear, and I'm like, "Oh, like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this, like, because it's the sound I love," you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really, it's us. Dead Last is doing like an old school thing too. Yep. Echo Chamber, they're a little heavier, but they have the old school vibe too, you know? So it's like, it feels like it's the Scheme family holding it down in that sense, Dude, in that area sure. of hardcore. I love that you said what you said about Dead Last because me and my friend talk, were talking about that. Like, we talk about, like, that band is so good, dude. And it's like, they're really dope. Yeah, because they played at uh, FYA, <laughs> right? They did, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's when my, my homie was there, and he was like, dude, Dead Last was, like, incredible, but it kind of seemed like people didn't, like, know, like, how to react to their music. Yeah, I mean, as, like what you said, everything is, is Jun 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 now. So when they hear a fast band or a band that's more rooted in the hardcore punk, uh, they don't really know what to do. <laughs> the kids don't know how to side to side. Kids don't know how to two-step, really. Uh, they don't know about stage dives like they used to. Yeah, crazy. But, but yeah. it's all good, man. Everything changes and rearranges, you know? Yeah, I was actually shocked. We had Robbergate in Connecticut, which is also holding it down. Um, and it was crazy. It looked old school. Like, kids were side to side. Kids were two-stepping. It was a bunch of kids I hadn't seen before. So it was just, it was awesome. That's great. Yeah, Robbergate Rocks, they've played they've played uh, both of our they've played all three of our little spots here in um California and they just crush it every single time. They're so good. Yeah. Such nice guys too. <clears throat> they are. Carlos is the homie. 
Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, awesome frontman for sure. Definitely. They're also maybe the only band doing that sound too. Dude, for sure. Their their LP last year was so good, man. Like it was It really was. It was like from front to back. I was like, dude, this is like modern day like DC 80s kind of sounding. Exactly. Like, like it's like like on steroids. <laughs> it's so like good. Like SSD, minor threat even. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I love that band yeah. for sure. Um So you guys have played, um, dude. You guys have played some epic shows, man. Gorilla Biscuits, right? Like, yeah, couple, yeah. Couple times that you play. Or- we played, we played with them in Boston and Connecticut. Dude, that's where did they play at in Connecticut? They played at the Space Ballroom in Connecticut. <clears throat> that's like the, the corporate venue. That's like, two fifty, three hundred cap. It's not exactly DIY, but you'll see some hardcore shows there. Nice. Um, so it was it was packed, but it was a lot of it was pretty geriatric. Um, <laughs> and we played our set was fine. There was like some kids there, like kids who knew our band and they were singing along and dancing. But I think everybody was really reserving their energy for Gorilla Biscuits because that's all they had in them. Yep. But in their set was crazy. <laughs> the old guys were the old guys were going crazy. Dude, every time I've seen them, it's it just blows my mind every time. <laughs> like Yeah. And the um, same, it was it was the same in Boston too. But there was a lot more young people at the Boston show. That's sick. And then to be able to play with Suicide File in was that this year or last year? That was this year also. That was in June, I think. Dude, playing with Suicide File in 2023 is huge, man. <laughs> it was it was dope. Yeah, they're really really nice too. Like he, the singer sought me out, and he was like, he was like, I can't believe a band sounds like you guys in 2023. He's like, it's like turning point 2023. And I was, he, was, he was really, he was such a nice guy. He was really like talking my ear off. It was awesome. Dude, that's great. Yeah. See, there's yeah. people out there, you know, that still love, love that sound that you guys are doing. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Their set was awesome too. It looked old school. For sure. Goated band for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you guys play, played like hardcore pride weekend, house of disorder. This is hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there any particular shows you've played that have been like some standout, like favorite shows? Uh, we on the run with Combust, we played Chicago, and it looked like when we played Connecticut, there was like 15, 20 kids who knew all of the lyrics and were going crazy the whole set. That was really shocking. Um, FYA was awesome. We had a great reaction. House of Disorder was really fun. It was like a really good vibe for a hardcore fest. Um, this is, hardcore was also crazy. We also had a, that tragedy happen to Sam at This Is Hardcore. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Dang. Yeah. That's... Yeah. It was it was going great, and I was like really riding the high. And then I looked around, and I saw that Matt had Sam's bass on. And I looked at Sean, and I was like, okay, Sam's not over there either. I was like, where is Sam? And Matt goes, he broke his leg. Oh and I looked God. like it was like a it was like a it was like a TV show moment. Like I looked past Matt and looked over to Sam and his mouth was like dropped. His jaw was dropped to the floor and his hands were on his head. And he was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my. He broke his leg. OK. And I was like, let's just finish the set and get him to the hospital. Dang, so, yeah, that was probably that definitely is the most memorable show of the year for that reason. <laughs> Was he like, was, did he like put his like bass down and dive or something or like what happened? So he had like a knee surgery 
and he had screws in his leg. And I guess the recovery of that and the surgery weakened the bone. And he did one of his classic posse jumps with the base. And when he came down, his tibia snapped. Dude, brutal, man. Yeah, so and I didn't like see pre- any of it happen. Pre- I guess he like took the base off and collapsed and got carried off stage. Oh my gosh. That sucks. So it was like a pre-existing injury kind of on the mend that was taken out by a big posse jump. He, he was like walking fine for like two months. He had like healed. He, he healed from a surgery. He was walking. He was putting weight on the leg. They had just done that tour in Asia and he was jumping around. The doctor's like, yep, you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. And then he kept doing what he was doing and it took him out. Dang. How's he doing now? Is he, is he surviving? He PMA? is fresh off the crutches right now. He's playing these shows, but he's keeping it chill. He's just, you know, he's rocking it, but he's not going crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to anxious too, man. They're, uh, yeah, I had, uh, God, it's been like over three years now when I first had anxious on the show. Um, I think it was like during the pandemic I had Grady and, um, mm-hmm. I think it was Grady, Dante, and uh, Johnny. I don't think Sam was actually in the band yet. Um, no, he joined in like twenty twenty one or something. Yeah, so they were they were that was some of the first like real um, band like band interviews I did. You know, outside of just like local bands and friends and stuff. So I always have yeah. a lot of love for Anxious because that was it was cool because they only had uh, their seven inch out at that time. So it's yeah, they- done so much since then. They've really, they've, the come up is crazy. I was at their record release in 2019. That was actually the first time that I met them. And that was a great show. And I was like, oh, this is like the band in Connecticut right now. And they've gone and done bigger things than I could ever imagine. Yeah, <clears throat> huge for sure. Um, yeah, but Sam is definitely bummed to not be on the one year tour right now. I bet, man. Yeah, that's a huge, that's crazy. That's a huge tour. Yeah. Um. All right, well, we're talking to Noah from uh, the band Wreckage um, out of Connecticut. We're live on KZAA 96.5 FM. Um, Got about uh, six or seven minutes or so left. Uh, Thanks so much again for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. No doubt. What's it like to be on the road with Combust? It was fun. We, We didn't get to spend as much time as I wanted to just like hanging out or like getting food. But after the shows and stuff, we would joke around, you know, classic show hangouts. We went and got deep dish in Chicago, met up in eight in different places. You know, it, they're they're fun guys. They like to laugh like us. They like to eat like us. So it was good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love Combust. Um, yeah, when I saw that you guys were doing that run together, I was like, damn, dude, I would love to see one of those shows. Like, It was great. The shows were really good, too, for the most part. For sure. Um, okay, do you have a favorite mosh move? Um, probably just the two step. I'm I'm not much of a heavy mosh. I've been I've been moshing a little more these days. When I was younger, I liked to like I like to really get busy in there. But <laughs> nowadays, like I, I I mostly keep it to the two step. But I haven't been able to contain it for these echo chamber sets these past few days. It brings the demon out of me. Yeah, they got some two steps for sure. Um, I've been I've been hitting the hard mosh too. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, the, I I asked someone that like a long time ago, and then people were like, "Oh, you got to make that like a question. We want to know what people's favorite mosh moves are." 
And uh, it's usually the two step is definitely uh, is up there in answers for sure. <laughs> it's it's the coolest one. If you can really get a two step going with good style, it's certainly the coolest one. It's hard, man. It's you know, yeah, it's, it's like it's like something. Um, it goes in rhythm with the music, you know. Like it's got to be, you got to just kind of feel it, you know. Definitely, it's all about the feeling. <laughs> For sure. Um, do you remember the first uh, hardcore show that you ever went to? The first show, I don't know. It was more of like a pop punk show. I was thirteen years old. Um, my friends who I would end up being in that band Slow Burn with, uh, were in a, a pop punk band called Almost 13. <clears throat> Sick. <laughs> and they were playing a basement in Meriden, Connecticut. And I went with them and this hardcore band did like a surprise set. And that band would end up being Enraged Youth and later Hatred Remains, who was like now members of like Laid to Rest and Vain. Sick. Which was, it was pretty crazy. That was the first time that I saw a hardcore band. And I was like, whoa, this energy is crazy. And I'm actually pretty scared right now. But <laughs> right? this is awesome. Yeah. And then I started going to shows at like Pulaski Club and Whamleg that were just hardcore shows. Like I think the second one I went to or something was like Queensway. And Epic. Um, what is the, they were, I think they were called Drown at the time. And then they changed their name. They were, they were a Texas band. Um, sentence to burn. Okay. And that was awesome too. And then I just kept going to shows after that. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah. I know the first, uh, the first sight of a, of a hardcore set is, is quite the thing to see for sure. Yeah. The first time it's, I saw two step, I was like, dude, that's <laughs> so sick. Like, How do you do I know. that? <laughs> that was exactly like, I was like 15 years old and I was like, I got to figure out how to do that. I'm done standing around. I know. I had just been circle pitting, you know, for so long. And then I went to a hardcore <laughs> show. Cool, yeah. I went to a hardcore show and I, I saw people like piling up on each other and, um, two stepping. I was like, damn, that's so sick. I didn't see a circle pit at a hardcore show until this year. <laughs> That's so crazy. That makes me feel yeah. old. <laughs> it was, and, and I guess they were cool in like the, the late 2000s. Yeah. And then when I started going to shows, nobody was doing it. And then we booked that Robert Gage show with this band, All For All from Syracuse. All For All opened it up and in their set had the first circle pit I've ever seen in Connecticut. That's sick. I mean, yeah, I'm 32, so and I I started going to shows. I was like really into street punk and stuff first, with like Dope, you know, yeah. drunk punks. It's like all circle fitting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, circle pitting's not as cool as hardcore moshing, though, in my opinion. Like, Definitely not, but it has its place. We've sure. really been trying to get it going on this run. Literally every time we play. Um, the From Within Records comp song that we that we have. Yeah. We go, all right, let's try to spin this room, and then <laughs> nobody does it, and we're just, we look like fools. <laughs> you gotta come when you come to California. We'll get we'll get you a circle pit, no doubt. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. Uh, just last week's like um, any bands that um, any bands that people should check out. Um, you know, maybe like not necessarily just Connecticut bands or or Connecticut bands or bands that. Um, that you think that um, just bands you can shout out that people should check out. Yeah. Um, we got almighty Washington kidnapped members of our band. Um, 
they hold it down for Connecticut. Some true Connecticut hardcore right there. Um, we have Balmora, which is more of like a metalcore band, and I think they're kind of on the rise right now. They've been getting quite a bit of attention. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, it's young kids. Well, actually, no, Senti's a little bit older, but this this dude Jay is in the band from Vegas. He's a savant with the guitar. He loves metalcore. He does it the old way. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, Adrian from Massachusetts, awesome band, also a bit more metalcore, but they've got swag and it. it's awesome. Hell yeah. Who else? Who else? Um, Hard Feelings from Connecticut just put out a new record. Check that out. That's all I can think of at the moment. Perfect. No, thank you so much. Um, yeah. All right, radio listeners, um, if you just tuned in or tuned in in the middle of the show, you can catch this show streaming um, in about 30 minutes. Um, just search your life in America. And um, streaming listeners, you're about to hear a 20-minute playlist uh, that was made by Noah, the guest of today's show. And Noah, thanks so much again, man. Much love, much appreciated. Um, when you plan your California trip, don't forget to hit me up. Of course. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Have a good rest of your Thursday night. You too. All right. Peace. See ya. And here is what the rock block is. Mosquito by Pink Panthers. Contact by Echo Chamber. Your Time by Prize Horse. Coil by Crush. Here and Now by Strain. Walls of Fear by Burning Lord. And Arrow Death by Onionism. On a Monday, can I see you? Can I check my numbers? Cause I want to. I know it's annoying how much I do. Sending you the day that I want The day that I want Another day that Maybe Tuesday Can I spend a fortune? Cause I want to